0: this podcast is part of BritPodScene an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more This is Michael Winslow and you're listening to the film and TV show with Richard S Please press the hash key for more now That was not the hash key Hello and welcome to the film and TV show with me, Richard S. Uh, Thank you for joining us on this uh, podcast. Today we will be talking about the Northampton Comic Con that has run uh, this weekend just gone, which is Saturday the 16th of September and Sunday the 17th of September. So I only attended on the Saturday, but I wanted to talk to you about what I thought about the actual con itself, you know, give, give an overall review of it um, and kind of give a bit of feedback um, in the hopes that maybe someone will hear it in the future. So I want to start with the bad parts of the con. So the first part was the parking. Now, for me as a driver, if you're driving somewhere, you want to be able to park relatively close. Now, having asked several times on the Facebook page, and a lot of other people have seen have asked as well, on you know where's best to park is it best to park in the actual cricket ground itself because the comic-con was held at the northampton county cricket ground um but no one answered anything at all uh, i ended up having to park a mile away which was a, a real pain in the backside. side i got to the club to the cricket club i wanted to have a walk around you know drive around and i couldn't find anywhere so i ended up parking a mile away which is absolutely ridiculous because you know, that, that's a fair old way to go. And subsequently on the way back, when it absolutely chucked it down, I got absolutely soaked um, head to toe and quite the way through and also ruined uh, the trousers I was wearing. They are all stained from the dirt from the ground and the trees and everything. So that wasn't exactly fantastic um, end to the day. The the next bad part is the, the op schedule. Now, a lot of Comic-Cons I've been to, they, they tend to put the the schedule for photo ops up Uh, A couple of days, if not a week before to allow people to plan to do, you know, how they're going to spend the day, what they're going to do, how they're going to how they're going to work it. But when asked, all I got was uh, visit the organisers table when you arrive at the weekend. But uh, okay, that's great. But what if I get there at half past nine, which I did and the photos aren't until late afternoon, which they were that that kind of gives me like a four, four and a half hour window and it, it, I was bored, I got bored after an hour it was really frustrating that they didn't put the photo ops up so people could actually see when their their guests were going to be on so they can, they knew how to plan their day and that was really, really bad because I really found myself, as I said, bored after an hour and that was, um, that was really, really frustrating and, and just the complete lack of communication around that as well I mean, there wasn't much put out on the Facebook page they weren't answering questions very well if at all, um, they they basically just kind of used the bog standard organisers table. It's like they didn't really want to answer anybody's questions and just wanted to drive people through. In you know, and, and they were I think they were kind of hoping that people were going to turn up at you know ten o'clock and spend all day there and spend all their money, which is it just smacks of a money making scheme to be perfectly honest. And I do feel for for everybody else like myself who turned up early and ended up bored. After a little while, um, the the overall lack of communication was just poor. Um, uh, I uh, it was just it was awful. It was all about come you know buy early tickets. Every post they had was buy early tickets. Come buy early bird tickets. Get the early bird tickets. Pay that little bit more. Get the early bird tickets. Early bird, early bird, and it's like you know you get people in a, in early bird and they're all bored. It's like come on, honestly, is it's it it wasn't good enough. It, it really wasn't good enough, and the overall communication was was poor um to be perfectly honest the um uh the the outside areas for for cosplayers and for the talks were really really bad i mean the outside one was i think for cosplayers it was a blow up one which collapsed under the weight of all of the water anyway that when it rained which was really bad and all the cosplayers got soaked and had to go and hide uh, under shelter which didn't help and the, the the tent for the talks it wasn't really a tent it was just like an oversized gazebo with like school chairs in there and people were going in there they were eating their food they were going in there and they didn't really want to listen to the talks which was uh, i felt really bad for the, uh, for the guests giving the talks really and it was it, it was very mishmash and very slapdash i think um in putting it all together and but uh, for me personally um uh i had a press pass um inverted commas press pass i had a wristband and um was under the impression that i'd be able to have time to speak to the guests to get some recordings to to maybe get a a very quick interview i didn't want like an hour at a time i wanted just like five minutes but the crew that were with them were very anti any of that you know because no money was changing hands they were very anti anti Uh, michael winslow actually really kindly Grabbed me and we went outside after our photo op and he did a, a, a little bit for me which I thought was fantastic and an absolute gent he really was an absolute gent and I and I thanked him profusely for that but the crew were just so anti doing anything like that and even though I showed them my my press pass band it didn't seem to care. Um, And I also inadvertently found myself upstairs where the guests were having their lunch and having their breaks and their respites, which I don't really know why they were having respites. They weren't exactly massively busy, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, And I I walked past three crew members who didn't even bat an eyelid. I was in a a hoodie, pair of trousers and a blue top. Um, uh, I definitely weren't a crew because they were in red. They didn't stop me. They didn't ask what I was doing. They didn't see my my, um, badge because that was hidden underneath. They just it, it it was shocking with everything that's going on with security and the thing like that, you would expect them to care about that. And I mean, being the honest person, I was I turned back around when I realized my mistake and went back downstairs. But the point is that someone else could have done that and could have seriously hurt someone if they wanted to. That that's the point I'm trying to make. And that was I thought that was really slapdash. Um, and that was really, really poor on their part, to be honest. Um, there was a there was a complete lack of. Of imagination it it was stalls a couple of artists and that was it there was no no games no interactions there was nothing really to engage any any of the attendees on they had they um they had the iron throne and they had the the doors from the uh from the walking dead the cafeteria doors from the walking dead and that was it um and that was really really badly managed along with the photo ops as well, because the company doing the photos, it's not their fault, they were probably under instructions. But the guys doing the photos, you know, unnecessarily wanted to add different images to the pictures. So, for like red, so for the red dwarf guys, it was a picture, you know, it was a red dwarf background. For police academy, it was police academy, and for gremlins, it had gremlins on it. And it's like, why can't you just do like normal cons do have a blue background, take a picture, instant print? People don't want the fancy. Our stuff to go with it it doesn't work it's not what we want we just want the photo as a as a memory for people that's that's all we want we don't want all the fancy stuff to go with it. and it took 45 minutes for a picture to be done because of it because it's one guy doing them over and over and over and it's like once you start, you're like fourth bridging because he's always going to be behind because of all the pictures. And I say all the pictures, there weren't that many to be honest, but it still took a while, all the fanny arseing around doing it. And that was a real frustration for me because I haven't been to cons before. You just want the plain background and the picture. That's what you want. You don't want the fancy stuff to go with it. And I thought that was a real, um, a, a real oversight by the organisers for that because that, that should never have, uh, have gone ahead. The guys were brilliant who did the photos and they did a great job, but it would have been a lot easier and a lot less stressful if they'd have just being told just do this Um, I know a lot of attendees like myself were really frustrated with having to wait for their pictures because a lot of people wanted to get off and 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 obviously go home because they were they were bored of waiting which was the same as me Um, if it wasn't for the cosplayers it just uh, it would have fallen flat they really they really made it and then my first main good point is that the cosplayers were fantastic they were really engaging they were really you know they kind of took the the con by the bull of the horn the the horns of the bull, and just went with it and they just kind of uh, engaged with everybody who was in non-cosplay with the guests um with the uh, the traders and everything and that was really really good you know there were some fantastic cosplayers out there they really put a lot of effort into it and they really kind of you know immersed themselves in the world in which they wanted to portray to everybody and I take my hats off to them because without them it would have been an absolute shit show um, it would have been absolutely poor and I think uh, it would have been a lot worse than what it actually is to be perfectly honest so um, you know for them it was uh, they were the, the main saving grace uh, in, in my perspective you know it's a real a sign of a bad con when you've got the, the saving grace is the cosplayers which you know take nothing away from them because they, they were absolutely fantastic there was some some absolute dynamite costumes and I think you know they should all be held in high regard because they really did um, kind of pull the the con up from the doldrums and um, you know a big shout out to all of the, the cosplayers that went to Northampton because you guys were amazing absolutely amazing you really um, really you know, picked it up for me, and and I love it, you know, every single bit that was going on, any fun bit that was going on, there was cosplayers involved, whether it be outside, inside, one Freddy Krueger guy, um, he just scared the hell out of this one person, and you could hear the screams, and it was great, you know, and when I spoke to him about it, he said, I'm dressed as Freddy Krueger, man, if I don't scare someone, what is the point? And, and that is the, the mentality of it, and that was what made the cosplayers so great, um, and that they kind of all took the characters... And become them, which I thought was brilliant, you know, there's um, the, the Star Wars guys, ate. They, they were really, you know, acting out as the Star Wars guys, you had Deadpool, um, one guy dressed as Deadpool was absolutely phenomenal, he had the, he had literally everything, it was great, he had the, uh, um, the radio with Wade on it and the music, everything running through, it was just phenomenal and then on the flip side you had another deadpool who was proper comic comic uh deadpool you know with a, a an inflatable unicorn and it was just oh, it was just brilliant it, it it really cheered me up seeing all the cosplayers i was absolutely so so stoked for for all of them um i mean you had some some real i i, the, the, I don't know there was a, a a guy with a big massive black triangle on his head and that he looked menacing but in a such a cool way um, there was a guy in um, Venom, Symbiote, Spider-Man, all of Black Spider-Man, phenomenal. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. It was just brilliant. You had um, a lot of Japanese type cosplayers, you had some ninjas, you had loads of other... It, it was brilliant. It was just It was so imaginative, so colourful. It was just perfect. It was exactly what you would expect from a con. Um, the stalls were quite good as well. And by stores, I mean the traders. The traders were really great, uh, just talking to the actual traders behind it because there was a lot of similar sort of stuff. There was a lot of pop uh, vinyl stuff being sold. There was also a lot of clothing, a lot of T-shirts, a lot of all um, key rings, the usual stuff you would find, and uh, it was all very very similar. But the traders themselves were, were great individually, and I spoke to quite a lot of them, and I was really happy that I did speak to them because they were fun, they were engaging, they wanted to talk, they wanted to give their... Their, their thoughts and their feelings and their experiences as well and that was really good and I found that that I learned a lot talking to them about the the mindset of doing a con and being a trader at a con and how you prep for it and stuff and it was absolutely phenomenal and I really really did enjoy it um I loved talking to them I thought it was uh it, it was great it was great talking to them they 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 knew their stuff they were just lovely people really lovely people you know as long as you took the time to talk to them i think um, they never went out of their way but the ones i spoke to were were just great they were that they were they were lovely people normal people just you know making a living enjoying the the ambiance, enjoying the 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 whole scene it was great um the the next part i want to talk about the good another good part is um the artists. They had three artists there. They had Lee Townsend, John Scrivens and Grant Deacons and all of them were fantastic, all unique in their own special way, but absolutely fantastic. And I was very lucky to speak to all three of them actually. Um and kind of delve into their world and, and talk to them about, you know, what it's like for them meeting their fans when they're out you know, and drawing life for people, doing life sketches for people and and kind of you know doing their their job outside of their own little bubble in the in, in the world for everyone to see and that was a real good insight for me and that was a real um stimulating insight to be honest. It was nice to to have that conversation to talk to each of them about that and kind of again see from their perspective what it's like to do a con and how they feel about them and their their impressions etc so that was really good um the guests i thought were fantastic they were really get really fantastic guests they were quiet very very quiet for a comic-con i've never been to a con before where they've literally been sat there playing on their phones um doing whatever it is that they're doing for most of the time you know some of the some of them the main ones they had like five paid for photo ops and about the same again for selfies which i thought was really really um poor um and i did feel bad for them uh, to be honest, but they had some great guests at Northampton. They had um, the three guys from Red Dwarf. So you had Hattie Hayridge, Mark Dexter and Chris Barry. You had Zach Galligan from Gremlins, Michael Winslow from Police Academy. You had uh, Luke Barnes and Rosso Hennessy from Game of Thrones. And you also had Hannah Spirit as well from Primeval Nest S-Club 7. Some fantastic guests who, as I said, were very very quiet, but they were all so engaging, all so lovely, all so genuine, and they were genuinely pleased to talk to their fans, and that's the that's the thing I'll take away. I think you know, apart from the cosplay, is that they were so genuine. They they really wanted to just talk to people and ask and ask. You know ask you what you thought and and your favorite i mean I spoke to Michael Winslow and to Zach about favorite films of the eighties and about the eighties being the the pinnacle of uh, of film and music, and they totally agreed and that was brilliant you know having a a proper conversation with an idol of uh, of mine from when I was a child was just phenomenal and it it was great they were great guests, I think they were just maybe treated poorly um and they were just kind of. Uh, over-promised and uh, and under-delivered I think probably the best way to describe it so I do feel for them Um, Hannah Spirit coincidentally she was absolutely fantastic she was always smiling always happy always engaging with people she may not have been massively busy but she was always happy to just talk to fans and just you know um converse with them and and listen to them and and answer questions and stuff but the one thing that did get me which i'll flip back to bad is that they wouldn't just take selfies with people you had to go to their table and pay for them which i thought was really um all money orientated and i I do get it from their perspective but for fans just saying "Yeah, yeah yeah let's take a quick selfie you know that that's nothing You know, if anything, that fan's going to be on Twitter or on Facebook and, you know, lauding it, you know, uh, applauding them for for being so fantastic and being so down to earth and so great. And on the flip side, by saying, no, you have to come and pay me at my table, you kind of think, well, hang on a minute. That's that's not right. You know, I know they've got to make money and stuff, but it's just not right. From my perspective, it's just not right. I'm not sure. You know, I, I don't know. I just I I found that all very awkward when you know they were the guests were walking around the uh, the con, you know, looking at the stalls and stuff, and I you'd asked them. I asked a honky tonk man for a quick selfie, and he was like, "No, nah, man, sorry, you got to come to my table when you got to pay me twenty pounds." And I'm like, "Hang on, mate, that's you know, no, <laughs> that, that's not going to happen." You know, I just wanted a quick. You know, nowadays we live in that society where a selfie is it, it's kind of a throwaway thing. But to sit there and charge people, you know, he wanted 20 quid for a selfie. You know, Zach Gallagher and uh, Michael Winslow wanted a tenner. So, you know, read into that what you will, I suppose. But, yeah, it, it was just awkward. A lot of people were doing it and, and they were all like, no, sorry, you've got to come to my table and, and pay me at my table. And it's like, well, that's a bit... Um, I I didn't like that didn't like that at all Um, and the last thing was the talks the last good thing for me was the talks Um, they may have been in an absolute dump um, and and a mishmash of an area but the talks were great you had the Red Dwarf panel which was fantastic answering questions really bubbly really engaging as well which was great Zach Gallagher was laid back he had his feet up on the chairs leaning back you know smiling laughing and joking with people um, half of them were probably there to see them the other half were just getting out of the cold and the rain to eat their food from the overpriced burger van I would imagine um, and, uh, and and yeah Michael Winslow was by all accounts absolutely fantastic doing his voices and everything so it's um, it, it it worked out well for them but it was outside it would have been better if everything was inside so it was was all self-contained and not outside Um, I I think that was kind of uh, an oversight on the organiser's part to be honest I know it sounds like I'm being bitter and everything but I'm not I've spoken to a lot of people um, last night and and this morning about the cons and they're all of the same mindset as me that it just smacked of laziness trying to make money um, and just from selfish nature it doesn't it didn't come across as a well a well run Comic Con. It, it came across as quite slapdash, quite um, uh, what's the word I am looking for, lackluster. Um, there, there was just a you know lack of communication, lack of imagination, lack of everything. Really, it's just kind of like let's pummel everybody in as early as we can, take all their money, in the hopes that they stay and spend more money with our traders, so that we don't lose out on money. That's how it felt from my perspective um obviously i got a, a free press pass which i probably won't get again um but that's uh that that's fair enough it's just an honest review obviously if people can't take criticism then don't put stuff out there don't do stuff in which people can can give an opinion on obviously whether i'm right or wrong you know it's just my opinion if people agree with me great if they disagree with me that's great as well you can disagree with me um it's just my thoughts just my opinions but, um, but yeah, overall, uh, quite a lacklustre, uh, downbeat Comic-Con. Um, it was only really saved by the cosplayers and the amazing traders and artists. Um, and just the, the genuine um, enthusiasm from some of the attendees who probably after about an hour felt the same as I did, a bit bored and a bit kind of flat. But um, there are a lot more Comic-Cons coming up that... Um, that have already stepped it up a mark um and you know you you can't with such an oversaturated market of comic cons you can't rest on your laurels you you can't take your eye off the ball you can't go backwards because people will give an opinion negative or otherwise and it will have a damaging effect especially from attendees who are also commenting as well that that they didn't enjoy it so Um, So yeah, that's my review. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Um, Obviously, there are good points and bad points. Please get in touch with me if you agree or if you disagree. You can find me on Facebook page FTV show. I'm on Twitter at the FTV show and also on Instagram film and TV show. Please drop me a line. Please let me know what you think, whether you agree, whether you disagree. Um, And also hit the subscribe button as well on iTunes, on Stitcher, on uh, TuneIn and everywhere else that we are so that you can get our full shows when they come around every Monday night. Um, we go live and then they also come out on Tuesdays for the podcast. So yeah, thank you very much for listening. I hope that, uh, hope that you've enjoyed listening to me and if you have any thoughts or any feelings or, or any agreements or disagreements, please, please let me know. I'm totally open to it. Uh, that's it. Thank you very much. There is one more thing. It's been emotional.